You're listening to Dr. Leslie from Dr. Leslie Inspires, where we empower mothers by raising their level of awareness, discussing tough mother-son issues that everyone knows exists, but no one is talking about. Learn more about us by visiting our website at www.drlesleyinspires.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Leslie. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Leslie, founder and CEO of Dr. Leslie Inspires, an organization that was created to transform mother-son relationships. Now, I want to let you know that this program or this podcast is not for everyone. This is a niche market. Um, It's a niche market that adversely impacts so many families. And it impacts the mother. It impacts the father, whether he's in the household or not the son and any siblings that may be attached. So even though this problem affects the whole family, our focus is on the mother, even though we talk a lot about the son. Why? Because over the years after witnessing so many mothers spoil or enable their sons, um, I don't want to sit back and watch anymore. Uh, The Lord is calling me to have a stronger faith so that we can take back our families and we can take back our communities by listening to the mothers, by training mothers um, to stop enabling these young men, to stop spoiling these young men because as they are being spoiled and, and enabled, they are not as uh, productive. Yeah, let's say that. They're not as productive citizens. They're not as productive family men as they could be. They are not as effective in the community as they could be. I've really been working on watching my words um, and, and really trying to speak things with by faith and so um, I'm trying to be careful but I want to talk a little bit today about responsibility and this is really serious and I, I understand the magnitude of it and how hard it can be for a mother especially if this foundation had not been laid when the young when the boy was young. So at the school that I founded, Solid Foundation, our students have jobs. And we can always tell <laughs> just by the jobs that they do or you know what they're doing if they actually do work at home. Now some boys they um they work and they don't mind working. Um, but we've had young men who didn't even know how to sweep a floor or close up a trash bag. And I'm talking about in high school. And 
would even run if you asked them to do it. Um, but then on the contrary, there are some boys that you can tell that they have responsibilities at home because they love to help out at school and they're good at what they do. Um, they'll ask you, you know, if you need some help. It says a lot when a young man will sit and watch you go by and, you know, not open the door for you or watch you walk up to the door or to your car with a bunch of bags in your hand. Cause you know, educators tend to carry a lot of bags. Um, and so this, these young men can see you doing that and just look at you, you know? So overall, you can kind of tell, um, the young men that exhibit those behaviors. You can tell which ones are lazy which ones are accustomed to doing work. Um, and and you, you really already know kind of how the mother is based on the son's actions and his reactions at school. People, you have to remember that your sons spend most of the day, a good bit of the day at school. And I know by the time they get to middle school and high school, they're changing teachers. But, you know, for the most part, I know at our school or in self-contained classrooms where the, the student stays in the classroom all day, the teacher knows that, that child. And the best thing to do is really develop a rapport with that teacher and kind of get that homeschool uh, approach going. So... You know, in some instances, we hear mothers say that they wish that their son did work at home like he does at school because they can see, you know, the jobs that they're doing. And, you know, many times we compliment the mothers on what the sons are doing um, at school. But um, some, they'll do it at school, but they won't do it at home. And what I have found is, Many of the young boys won't do it at home because there is a level of distrust or mistrust in what they do. So whereas we can get away with it just a little bit more, but at home, you know, sometimes mothers can be very critical and critical to the point where the young man doesn't want to do anything because he feels like she's just going to criticize him for it. So he'd rather not do it because he knows that he's not going to do it to her satisfaction. And many times mothers will do it. They'll say, boy, give me, give me this thing. You know, give me this trash. You got half the trash hanging out. I'll, I'll take it out, <laughs> you know? And so we keep undoing what we're trying to do because it's not done to our satisfaction. And that's something that we have to change because we want to make sure that we're giving them opportunities to get better, you know, at what they do. And sometimes it, you might not say good, but you might want to say, okay, that was better. That was a lot better than the last time. And just keep that tongue bridled 
because you are training a man as much as you possibly can. So, um, one of the things that we have found is that if we don't start allowing these young men to have opportunities, good opportunities to develop their level of responsibility, it's going to be difficult for them to thrive in society or even provide a stable financial existence for themselves and or for their families. Or as a result, they're going to be on your couch or they may still be in their same room at your house um, at 40 years old. Um, But that's because that's what mom cultivated him to do or that's how she cultivated him to be because she never really gave him opportunities to grow up because she did everything. So I personally have had conversations with many of our parents about this over the years because um, I want women to stop the toxic behavior with their sons because it hurts me when I see this. You know, ultimately, I want our young men to become productive citizens in society uh, without their mothers hindering their progress towards becoming a man. And it's, it's, it's challenging sometimes. I have a son myself, and, you know, this program is helping me too with my son because it's different. You know, it's different because they're boys, And you think that they know certain things, but they have to be trained. They have to be given opportunities to be trained. And it's easier for the girls because we are girls ourselves. We are all, we still have girls on the inside of us. You know, we're just big girls. Uh, So it's, you know, technically a lot easier to relate. Um, And in some cases, and in uh, many ways, it's easier to relate to boys on a girl level, but when it's time to help them to grow up, many mothers struggle with this when it comes to the sense of responsibility. Not all women, but many women. Believe me when I tell you. So uh, a friend of mine we had a conversation, mm, I'll say a while ago, maybe a couple years ago, because we understood the importance of, we, we were talking about responsibility because her sister had just passed away unexpectedly, uh, 53 or 54 years old. And she had boys, two boys that lived with her and technically they should have been men you know boys to men ready to go out of the household I want to say like 18 and well maybe 17 and 15 or maybe 17 and 18 it was something like that and that after that happened we not they were 16 and 19 and what happened was the boys 
were really distraught over their mother's death because they weren't ready. They weren't really being raised as men and being prepared to go out. And so when they, um, even though they were like 16 and 19, they were probably more mentally like 12 and 14. And nobody really, I mean, we all feel like we're going to live forever or until we're old, but you really don't know. And the best advice I can give to you is to raise that young man as if you're going to be gone tomorrow. And what would happen to him? What would he know how to do? You know, some women, they think the opposite. They feel like I have to do this for him because he can't do it for himself. Or he's gotten so used to me doing it, I'm just going to keep on doing it. Whatever that doing it may be. And so we almost have to live like we're dying in order to have a different perspective on how these young men are raised. And, you know, you can, you can look at your son. You can look at somebody else's son. And you know the condition that they're in in the event you're gone. And sometimes that's why you try so hard and that's why you give so much because you don't feel like he can handle it. You don't feel like he's ready. And he's not, especially if you feel that way, he's not. But I encourage you today to give him those opportunities to grow up. Give them, give him those opportunities because you know what? Um, the young lady that I was talking about that passed away unexpectedly, her sons had to grow up. Their father, he checked in periodically and um, she had a house that was built. Um, and the boys were able to stay in that house. And because they were big boys, they just were mentally little boys. And so what happened is they ended up having to care for themselves. Of course, they went through grief and they went, they had to process all of that. Oh my gosh, we're here alone or we don't have anybody to, to help take care of us. Um, because everybody else in the family had their own responsibilities and they really looked at them as men, <laughs> you know, as men. And they can do for themselves. They may not have been able to do it uh, as, you know, age-appropriate men, but they could do it. And so as a result, they've had to do it. They've had to do it. And that was an eye-opener for me and uh, one of my friends. We thought, you know what? We better, you know, start really living like we're dying. And we better start living and teaching these young men, all of our children, you know, for that matter, as if they're on their own. You know, it's one thing to be protective and overprotective, but what would happen to them? I mean, some people feel like that they can control their destiny, their lives, 
by staying alive because they don't feel like their son can take care of themselves. You feel like you have to be here. You can't die yet because you have to be here to take care of him. Mom, you've got to prepare your son to take care of himself and put him in so that he can get in position to take care of you if the need arises. God bless. Thank you. Have a great evening or have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Dr. Leslie Inspires. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Also, for more content and resources, please be sure to visit our website, www.drlesslieinspires.com. We'll see you in the next episode.